it's time to play ball. Welcome to the podcast with no limits. Whether it be sports, current events, or random thoughts, this is the place to step in and stay a while. Your host is a proud alumnus of Rio Hondo Prep, a former minor league baseball umpire, and a man with strong opinions. Welcome to the Get Home Safe podcast and your host, Matt Persima. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. I am back. I'm back, guys. It took a couple of weeks off just to uh, come down emotionally after the big Rams victory in the Super Bowl uh, to take a couple of weeks off to adjust to my new work schedule and everything. But here I am, guys. I'm back to continue season three of the Get Home Safe podcast. Uh, I've been away just kind of collecting my thoughts, uh, trying to uh, stay calm in some instances, just uh, with this crazy world we're living in. Uh, for those who are not watching on YouTube, uh, you know, I always mention the wardrobe. Sometimes there's nothing really significant about it, and other times there are. So I have my uh, Canada baseball shirt on that I generally use just as an undershirt because I'm a proud American and such. But I do have uh, my, my, my good people up there in the great white North up in Canada. My grandmother was from Canada, uh, but I wore this specifically uh, today and it's been a few weeks. A lot has happened since I've been away from the microphone here, but this is uh, in support of my uh, Canadian uh, truckers up there and and the great work they're doing. I know they're all, they were all painted as uh, awful evil people, but uh, I think a lot of that was uh, misinformation and and propaganda as I'm sure has uh, a lot of us come to find out. So uh, God bless them and their uh, path to kind of, getting back to normal and lifting some of the, uh, the, the measures and everything that were holding people back and, and making people, uh, you know, not have control of their own health and such. So uh, I might get into that a little bit. Uh, I also am wearing my back-to-back World War II champs hat because uh, it's also a trucker hat, see, and, and I don't really have many trucker hats. So uh, a friend, a friend, a, a gift courtesy of my good friend, good friend Fred Monteblanco uh, a while back. So uh, we're hoping there's not a third war here in, in the next few months. No, no more world world wars, guys. We don't want any, any more of that. Nobody does. Well, maybe some people in, uh, in far, the far Eastern part of Europe and such do, but uh, not, not us Americans. So a lot of seriousness uh, going on, uh, not just uh, ab- abroad, but definitely here at home in, um, Still the free state of America, the free country of America. I'm not sure the the United States of America. Not so sure I could say that United part out loud, but I just did. So uh, a, a lot of drama, just so much drama. Um, gas prices are through the roof. This this podcast uh, runs on on is gas powered. So that's why it's been out of commission here for the past few weeks. Haven't had a chance to uh, to fuel up the podcast, uh, uh, pun intended there. But uh, I'm going to talk to you guys today briefly about a couple things obviously what's going on uh, in Ukraine the gas prices at the pump there's some some news in sports um kind of some things i've seen recently in the past few weeks and like movies and shows uh and just as i often do just observation observation matt is kind of how i uh, i fully operate i don't talk much unless i'm here on this podcast with you guys or i am amongst some really close friends that i trust and like let loose and other than that i'm a pretty keep to myself kind of guy. Uh, if I, I don't spoke unless spoken to really. And um, I, I just observe. So some of the things I've seen the past few weeks, I got to tell you, where do I start? Where do I start with all this? Today I was at the gas pump 
And uh, this is uh, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, uh, driving around for Uber, as I often do. And uh, it's getting harder and harder to do that with the, uh, the gas prices. And everyone wants to say, well, it's because of Russia. Well, number one, yeah, I guess Russia has, you know, we've gotten oil from them for a while and we probably shouldn't. Um, uh, a friend of the podcast, a listener, Joe Demers, commented on something I posted on, on Facebook. And I, because I said something along the lines of, can we, uh, can we use our own oil now? Is that okay? And he said, no, 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 we can't because the oil we use is, uh, produces climate change but uh, not from other countries. I was like, great point. Great point, Joe. That's kind of the outlook. And who knew, guys, when everyone said, let's go green, that this is what they meant. They meant more money that you'd have to spend at the pump. Go green, right? I always laugh, just like the uh, the plastic bags theory, right? Can't use these plastic bags at the grocery store because they, they cause pollution. But if you pay 10 cents, then it's fine. So wrap your head around that logic. Um, apparently, the gas prices are not the president's fault. Um, he has nothing to do with them, even though they've constantly risen since January of 2021. Um, I would say the administration has done a great job in making it harder for poor people to live their daily lives. And I'm putting myself in that category because I am far from any kind of uh, wealthy person. I am in the, uh, I don't know, the, I don't even know what the brackets are. Are there tax brackets? Are there income brackets? I'm definitely at the bottom of all that, but some some may not believe in that because, believe me there, because you, you kind of get thrown into categories based off of uh, things you can't control or can't control. I don't know. I lose track. All I know is it's harder uh, in, what month are we in? March of 2021. Uh, I said January of 2021. I meant January of, yeah, this is 2022. Well, it's been, see, I'm losing track. 14 months now of a constant increase in prices and a lot of people, well, that's just kind of repercussions from, from COVID. I think it's repercussions from all the lockdowns, from, from not letting people go back to work, from restricting people from going out to restaurants and, and see, I'm pretty fired up today. I thought it'd come in, you know, nice and calm, but I'm pretty fired up about so many different things going on right now. Not even, I haven't got to around the world yet. Um, but I just love how some things, you know, when, when, say when a coach is hired, and he starts losing games and people make excuses for him. It's like, yeah, but you're, you're not winning games. Well, but building character, we're, we're getting better, we're growing. Okay, that's, okay, I'll give you a little time there. That's fine. But at some point, you got to start winning games. This administration, in my opinion, just my opinion, one man's opinion, has been a disaster from the beginning. Has, has your life been better? Let me ask people out there. Has your life been better in any sense? Since January of 2021, not talking about how you feel about who's in office. I'm saying, is your life any better? Are you are you are you uh, ahead with your with your job? Are you able to spend more? Do you have more income uh, to yourself? Are you paying less in tax? I mean, maybe I'm wrong, and I'm the only one who's struggling. All I know is when gas think something as as simple as gas prices, and I've been harping on it a lot on my social media and everything, because that's something that affects everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. It doesn't really affect those who are wealthy and have money. Uh, you know, most of the politicians who have lots of money, they don't care if it's $70 at the pump. But for us working class folks or, or people who are even, you know, below the poverty line, do you think, you think they, they're thinking about buying? Uh, you think they can afford an electric car? Do you, th- do you think they care about this environmental restrictions and all these different policies that are going on? The cutting of pipelines? No, they want to be able to pay gas at a reasonable price. This doesn't affect uh, the rich people, the evil oil companies. Oh, I, I hear that one all the time too. So let me get this straight. So 
for all these years. They just waited until this exact moment to get like cold hearted and to raise the fees to, to go skyrocketing. Uh, no, we're afraid to like look at what actually is the result of some of these things that, that we're going through. I don't know about you at the grocery store. I'm trying to buy more, uh, you know, healthy foods and, and things of that nature, just shopping and, and cause you can't eat out anymore. I mean, I don't even know what, I, what a hamburger costs these days. I, I try to stay away from them, but the grocery store, my goodness, you, you need to take out a loan much like you do at the gas pump. Well, there's natural you know, causes, you know, raises and, uh, and costs and everything. Okay. Well, it's been a, quite a rapid pace right now. Although, they seem to be requesting billions uh, to give to uh, all these other um, charities and uh, not charities, uh, causes. Oh, that's, a, that's a better word. Causes that, that won't affect most Americans. And it was Biden himself who said in the state of the Soviet Union speech that he gave. Yes, the state of the Soviet Union, because uh, that's kind of what we're going towards. He said, raise wages, not costs. Well, I have a question for Mr. President, uh, Comrade Biden. When are these costs, specifically gas prices, when are they going to go down? When is uh, the price of meat, when is all that stuff going to go down? It doesn't really go down. It it either goes up or or stays the same. And and I understand over time, you know, bacon doesn't cost a dime anymore uh, like it did at one point. There's natural inflation that occurs over time. But this rate we've seen, I'm feeling it in my pockets for sure. I, I, I don't even have pockets, can't afford pockets. I've given you the sob story here about my life. I'm worried a lot about uh, other people out there, my fellow Americans who, uh, who are struggling. And I want to bring up something. Uh, you know, By the way, the Rams won the Super Bowl a month ago. Still uh, haven't come down from that. Uh, that's fantastic. But I want to tell you a story about uh, my fanhood and uh, my my thoughts and projections of coaches when the Rams hired Jeff Fisher, I was pretty happy. I go, man, this is a guy who's coached the team to a super bowl. He's he, he has kind of a Rams uh, background. He's going to uh, take them, give them some toughness. I think this is a great hire. This is the one the Rams have been waiting for, for a long time. And then of course the Fisher years were a disaster. Um, the best he ever got, I think was seven and nine, uh, maybe even less than that. Never had a, a winning season. And they came to LA and he was fired. Rightfully so, did not produce. I thought I supported the decision. I go, yeah, Jeff Fisher all the way. And then it was disaster. And I had to sit here and say, man, I was, I was wrong. Even if there were other candidates out there, I was really happy with their hire of Jeff Fisher. Uh, fast forward a few months, the Rams hire Sean McVay. And I go, Sean McVay, who's this guy? Not in line of that, he's 30 something years old. I, I wanted Kyle Shanahan. And I just was like, there's really, come on, Rams. I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of the same old thing. And little did I know at the time that they needed to change in uh, the types of people that they were bringing into coach. They were kind of the same types of guys. Uh, and then of course, we know what the Rams have done the past five or six years. I'm not trying to tell you guys a Rams story here. I'm using it as an analogy. For people in politics refuse to kind of look and analyze uh, their decision. Okay, let's say uh, you voted for a candidate, much like I did for, I'll just say Jeff Fisher in this situation. I thought it was great. I thought it was the right fit, uh, better than the other guys. And then it was a disaster. And I had to say, 
man, I, I, I don't know why I did that. That was a bad decision. I didn't make the decision, but still I, I supported this guy and he became a disaster. And some people, I think where we're at today, there's still a lot of people that are like, well, yeah, but, but Jeff Fisher, like, no, he's better than the other guys. It's like, yeah, but he's not producing anything. I supported him too. Some people can't like say they were wrong about support, uh, who they supported. And then case in point, uh, the other way, Sean McVay, who, uh, you know, to me was a candidate. Everyone was like, who's this guy? The Rams are made. This is a dumb decision. This is going to be, this is going to be a disaster. And then it was the exact opposite. So I don't know if you people out there listening or watching are kind of putting the pieces together. What I'm trying to say there, sometimes the person you support and think can't possibly be wrong ends up being wrong. And sometimes the person you don't support thinking they will be completely wrong ends up surprising you. And maybe in ways that you didn't expect. I just wanted the Rams to win a few games. I didn't expect them to go to the Super Bowl in a couple of years and then win one five years later. So who you support, and yes, I'm talking about presidential elections. I'm even talking about congressional elections, huge one coming up here in the midterms in November. And we all have to decide uh, which direction do we want to vote for. I'm not saying one side has all the answers, okay? But when you look at California, for instance, California is lost. We, we vote extreme left on everything, uh, and there's just there's no recovering. Homelessness everywhere, crime everywhere. Uh, our gas prices, we are we winning the gas price uh, high Olympics uh, every year, it seems like. Um, some people are around the, the, um, the country are talking about their gas prices being um, man, we've had, we paid over $4 today. Most signs in LA today, uh, were, were right at $6. There was a few under, under, under $6, like five eighty somewhere in there, but there was most that were right at that $6 mark. And that's just the start. That's just the start of this, uh, since the invasion of Ukraine happened, uh, you know, a week or so ago. So, um, I just think we, <laughs> we get so caught up in who we vote for, who we support, and we can't admit, hey, maybe this didn't go the way I planned. And that's fine. It's to- I totally get it. I'd say you this, uh, you know, Do- Donald Trump is the elephant in the room, right? No, no pun intended. Yes, elephant uh, with the, the Republican, um, you know, logo or whatever. But when he came down those stairs, I didn't, it wasn't my cho- choice either. Not my first choice. And then as time went on, yes, you guys who listen to the pod, you guys know that I, I did end up supporting uh, President Trump a couple of times. And um, a lot of people were in a stage, a state of anybody but him, anybody but him. Well, we're seeing what anybody but him has got us. So if that was your approach, it's okay to take an L and say, man, you know what? I was wrong. I don't know if, if what would have happened under Trump. Uh, we can play that game forever. I, I do know that Russia probably would not have invaded Ukraine the so-called buddies, right? Uh, Putin and, and, and Trump, they're, they're so-called buddies. Why didn't they invade then then? No, I think he, they, that was portrayed by the media. And I think that, uh, you know, uh, Trump let it be known to a lot of people who, who didn't like him that, uh, yeah, he wasn't very, uh, a nice guy all the time. He did, you know, talk out, of uh, both sides of his or whatever. <laughs> he, he did, uh, cause a lot of ruckus with people. It was very different than he was not like any other politician we've seen because he wasn't a politician. Uh, anyway, this isn't a Trump commercial. And, and I want to say this also, like I know so many friends, so many people from so many different walks of life who 
um, have different opinions. And you guys know on the podcast, I've opened up a lot more. It's not comfortable for me to maybe talk about some of these things or say something on Facebook, but I'm, I'm just tired really of like I don't know, holding back. That's not the right word, but just I'm tired of like worrying about what someone's going to think about me. The people that know me, you guys know me, you know who I am. I mean, there's not much more to say about it. If you know me, you know me. Um, I, I don't think, um, if you think I'm a good guy, cool. If you think I'm a bad guy, well, that's fine too. Whatever. Like all you can do is be the fruits of the spirit, the fruits that your tree produces. That's all you can be. And if someone thinks I'm some crazy, tyrannical, right-wing extremist, I'm not, I'm not one of those things by any means. All right. I'm just someone who's frustrated with how the past uh, year has gone. And, uh, the year before that, well, 2020, I should say. Uh, that was a pretty rough year for everybody, but 2021 seemed worse in a lot of ways. And um, there were definitely more deaths, definitely more COVID deaths, right? That was the measuring stick. Measuring stick, uh, Mr. Biden. Anyone who has this many deaths under their belt shouldn't be president. Well, again, let's get back to consistency. That's all I ask. All right. Guys, I love you. I know everyone who listens to this pod. I love you all. All right. If you disagree with me on something, it's okay. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. And for those of you who are Real Hondo Prep affiliated, don't worry. There will be a separate podcast uh, here in August for the Real Hondo Prep football program so that there is no more intermingling. If you like like that stuff, but you don't like what I got, you can always not watch too. That's a thing. But I do want kind of two separate uh, podcasts just for those reasons. I want my views, my opinions to be from me. And that goes to say about guests as well. Any guests who I've had on this podcast, uh, okay, my views do not necessarily, do, they do not, I shouldn't even say necessarily, they do not reflect those of my guests. And that's fine. That's how a podcast, a radio show should be. You should have people that have a difference of opinions. And, you know, people don't, me and Bill Barnes used to have our agreements, have our disagreements, and those are fine. So anyone who comes on uh, and, and, or who, or who has come on and is regretting coming on the podcast or something, I just want to say, look at just cause I feel a way about something doesn't mean you need to, or you should feel uh, bad about coming on the show uh, back, back when, or whatever. And I'd love to have more people back on. I'm trying to get the guests back going again. Um, I have something set up for this Friday. Um, tentatively, I hope it, it all comes together. Um, you know what phrase I always mess up is falls through. Oh, if everything fell through, I was like, did that mean it worked or didn't work? I think if it fell through, then it'd be like you spilled, right? It, so nothing happened. So it didn't work out. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm hoping everything comes together, doesn't fall through. And uh, we have a, a, a guest for you on this Friday. I'm working on a guest for the following Friday, about three or four names right now that I'm working on. So any suggestions, of course, are welcome. Some people have thrown a few to me. And I've been like, hey, I've asked this guy before. He really doesn't want to or, or whatever. I respect everyone's, um, uh, everyone's uh, wishes in, in regards to uh, coming on the pod or, or not wanting to and this and that. Uh, let's throw out some, look at today's going to be randomness. I'm not going to be on here too much longer. I'm actually heading out to, uh, yes, a baseball game. That's a game that used to be played by, uh, by nine unselfish guys uh, in each dugout uh, at the professional level. Now we got uh, selfish people and owners and t- uh, players. And, and I'll say this about the Major League Baseball uh, strike. I'll say that because the work stoppage is looking that way. It's everyone's fault. It's the players. It's the owners. It's the managers. It's the general man. It's, it's everyone's fault. Why millionaires and billionaires can't 
agree on something or these awful working conditions, apparently, um, while the rest of the country and the world is struggling, it's completely tone deaf and it's definitely pushing me away um, from Major League Baseball viewing. Um, I don't miss it. It hasn't really been on yet. It's not the season, but those are just my two cents on that. I get out and watch college baseball. It's cheaper. I used to umpire it. I actually know a couple of buddies who, who still work it all over and I tune in and I watch those guys. And uh, I watch a pretty good effort from the college kids out there. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing tonight. So I got to finish this and get out there on the road to uh, go support a friend of mine. Anyway, uh, I am working mornings now, which is fantastic. Um, The hours are a little light, of course, but uh, lighter than they were for me before. But that's just life uh, in this 2022 uh, world and the economic impact. It's it's hitting everywhere. People aren't shipping stuff as a... as often as they used to, the uh, product is down. There's a lot of stuff in the ocean. I'm going to try to step away from politics for a second. Let's talk about some fun stuff or some random stuff here. Uh, I drive Uber a lot, right? I told you guys this. And it, it, it's so funny to me. Um, two, two things come to mind as far as driving Uber and Lyft, of course. Um, number one is trust issues. People, it, it's hilarious. And it usually comes from the older older people, not to... Uh, stereotype, but, but I, but I am here. Um, when you're driving these passengers, say it's a 20 mile ride, which is a long one, all 20 miles, you've gotten the turns, right. You've gotten on the right freeway, the last street and they, and you know, you're just following the little map there and it goes, never fails. They always have to take control or, or that last like mile or so. Okay. Turn left here. Okay. Turn right here. And it's like, you know, I was following a GPS. I still am. And they're like, it's just house up here on the left. I'm like, yeah, I know the map. You can see the map. It's right there. You can see what I'm following. But I think people have to have this sense of control. It's so hard for people to let go a little bit. And uh, thankfully, we saw a lot of that in people letting go of, uh, not letting go of, of uh, their rights and their power here uh, the past couple of years with the lockdown stuff. There I am back to politics. I'm trying to stay away. But Uber passengers, it just, it really, for those who've never driven before, you really do get a sense of, of people. And it's such a sample size of, of our, our state and our, our cities here, the different types of people and just the, the similarities and the, oh, it's, it's really hilarious. And I'll tell you guys a funny story about a, a drive that I had um, and how important it is to finish sentences, finish sentences, especially with people that you've never met. Maybe what comes out of your head, you, you, you what comes, what comes, which what's in your head comes out, doesn't come out of your mouth, right? Um, you get in a zone, just kind of driving and, um, sometimes communication is, is very important. So, uh, this young lady gets in the, the backseat of my car and, um, it, the, the thing said LAX. So I'm taking her from, uh, from out here somewhere out to, uh, LAX, uh, for a flight. Obviously she had uh, baggage and everything. And I, and I kind of leaned over before I'm starting to drive. And I said, uh, American. And she kind of looked at me funny and she goes, yes. And then she pulls out passport and i kind of chuckled and i said no i'm sorry american airlines like the thing <laughs> the, the the information on my my app said hey uh you know terminal whatever it is i think uh one two three five or six is it the american airlines and so i was just like confirming with her hey american airlines the terminal I said american and i didn't say hey american airlines she thought i was asking her if she was american which i then rem- <laughs> I didn't realize how awful it sounded. And I'm like, 
No, I would never ask someone if they were American or not. I was asking, hey, uh, which airline? You know, why couldn't it have been, uh, you know, United or Southwest? It had to be American Airlines. So uh, finish your sentences, people. Get all the information. Never assume someone can read your mind. Uh, that was an experience. That, and just one of many that when you're an Uber Lyft driver, you have that stuff uh, happen to you. So uh, a couple other things here. Again, I'm not going to. Uh, be out of here, uh, be here too crazy. And there's things I'm going to leave here um, that uh, I won't get to. I talked about kind of the barrels of oil and how, um, you know, people say, oh, don't, you know, tax, tax the, uh, tax the corporations, tax those rich, evil people. But what ends up happening is you end up taxing the poor because now you see how much gas is, right? Do we, do we not see how these things tie in? Anyway, I'm stepping away. Okay. I bought a, a boxing bag for the living room. It's here. It's a stress reliever. I got some gloves too. I know it doesn't look like it, but it's fun to like get out there, get a little cardio, uh, punch the bag a little bit. I feel better relieving stress. I don't know what each of you needs. It's like, uh, if you need a pinata, if you need uh, uh, a bean bag or something, but a boxing bag has been phenomenal. A place to just punch and uh, get a little, maybe a little stronger, uh, sweat a little bit, which I also need. Where else am I going today? I'm told you today is randomness guys. Okay. I'm going to make a statement right now that I'm sure will piss a lot of people off. Conservative, liberal, everyone, uh, Rams fans, non-Rams fans. I'm going to anger some people right now. Um, this is just an observation. And it's probably the most controversial thing uh, I have, I will say here today. And that is dogs make people dumb. Dogs make people dumb. I've said it before on this podcast and I'll say it again. People like lose awareness in themselves or they 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 just something escapes them when they own a dog i'm gonna okay not all of you not all of them i hate to stereotype but i'm sorry sometimes you just have to dogs make people stupid you, the, the, these people that oh i gotta have my dog with me everywhere i've seen dogs in grocery stores okay Service animals. I know everyone has a service animal now. Adam Carolla does a great bit on how every, you know, everyone's a service animal dog now. Okay. If you, if you suffered some type of traumatic uh, experience or uh, you were in Afghanistan in combat or something of that nature, I could see your need for a stress dog, an emotional support animal. But everyone here in the complex, I've told you about everyone, they're not supposed to have animals. There's no animals. And of course, a little fine print, unless it's a uh, what is it? A stress dog? I don't know. But then those uh, service animals, they never go with these people anywhere when they leave and the dogs just bark nonstop. And then I've seen owners. I've literally seen this, not even owners here. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a FedEx delivery guy now. So, so keep in mind, uh, I get barked at by dogs all day, which is the reason for the passion. And I see owners who are just like standing next to the dog and do nothing. Nothing. Not, hey, hey, stop it. They just, it's like the, the, the dog's barking out of control. You're not going to say anything. You're not going to like, maybe I'm the radical one here, but I truly do think it, it gives people this sense of, and Valor and I have talked about having a dog someday and I'm not against it. I'll tell you this, it's going to be, it's going to be like a, a canine attack dog. That's going to be incredibly well-trained. And, uh, and, and, and could kill if necessary. No, 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 I'm kidding. Well, not really, but, um, 
dogs make, they make people like not aware of surroundings or just how to be polite. The neighbors walk the dog over here and it like looks at me and starts barking at me. And, the, and our neighbor who, you know, probably doesn't like me or whatever, I don't know, <laughs> just doesn't say a word. There's no discipline. You got to love those people that when their dog acts up, boom, they're on it. When their kid acts up, boom, they're on it. Like, let's train here. But no, dogs give people this false sense. I know, it, I know it's real. It's all puppy dogs, hugs, and cuddles, and this and that. It gives people this like false sense of security. Maybe it's a real sense of security. And, and I, I'll, I'll agree. The times I've been uh, alone with a dog watching our, our uh, former roommates and stuff, it's cool having a dog next to you. Someone to watch Sports Center with who's not going to want to change the channel, just happy to be there drinking his water, maybe playing with the toy. It is a nice comfort thing. I'm not going to say that it's not. We all, even the, the most masculine men uh, around, we all get a little, uh, you know, baby talk or dog talk. We all, you know, get all, get all cute and all that nonsense. That's just what we do. It's, nat- it's natural. I get it. But if you're not careful, if you're not aware, you don't have enough self-awareness. Dogs make people dumb, man. Oh, they make them dumb. Just like, well, it's not the dog's fault. No, I understand that. We had to train our animals, but we're not putting out any effort anymore. It's almost like people hiring these days. Oh, here, you got the job. Oh, okay. Well, that, now what? Well, I don't know. Figure it out. It's like, you can't do that with wild animals. And yes, I said wild. I like dogs. Dogs over cats for sure. But uh, you're just trying to watch a game and you hear nonsense barking all the time it's because someone walks by their door and it's like why is the dog even looking out have a window to look at when you would assume think about it if you guys leave if you guys leave your home you're gonna see the dog's gonna go up to that window and or the sliding door and it's probably gonna bark uncontrollably anytime someone walks by that doesn't bother you you don't feel like you have an obligation to the people who live in the apartment complex that you shouldn't probably have your dog there because there's gonna be humans uh, who are more important than animals walking around the complex and maybe don't want to hear that. It's been a while since I've been away from the uh, the microphone here since I've been, or since I've been away. Whew. Let's drink some water. What do you think? Did I tell you guys around from the Super Bowl yet? I'm just kidding. Hey, a big day in the NFL today. Uh, Aaron Rodgers signs a four-year $50 million uh, contract. Uh, excuse me, four-year, $200 million contract, $50 million a year, surpassing Patrick Mahomes' uh, $45 million, I think it was a year. Although Patrick Mahomes is like a 10-year deal. So all the speculation that Rodgers would go somewhere else, uh, he ends up staying in Green Bay. It's, it's, it's funny how much uh, money can uh, you know, shape our decisions. And hey, if I was in those situations, I, I would be the exact same way. Who's going to pay me what? There, need, there should be some loyalty uh, in regards to... Uh, Maybe little discounts here and there, but man, Aaron Rodgers uh, holding the fire to the Packers, $200 million. He'll probably play those four years and be done, I would assume. But uh, all the uh, all the speculations and the uh, the, the uh, drama with Aaron Rodgers the past few months, he signs a, a quite lucrative deal there to stay in Green Bay. And with the other news of the day, Russell Wilson being traded from the Seahawks to the Denver Broncos, the NFC. Now, if you look at the NFC, the AFC, we know is loaded, not just the AFC West, but that entire AFC uh, Cowherd talks about this a lot. And a lot of other sports uh, writer or sports reporters, you know, Will Kane and, and Clay Travis, 
Uh, the AFC is loaded at the quarterback position. And if you look at the NFC, um, really the only two, I would say, elite quarterbacks in the NFC, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford. Uh, we don't know what – I wouldn't put Kyler Murray up there. He wants uh, a big contract right now. I don't think he's he's done enough, and they're still skeptical about his uh, uh, ability to stay healthy and consistency, of course. Jimmy Garoppolo, where's he going to land? See, uh, are the Niners going to stick with him? I don't think so. Um, what was the NFC? I mean, think about it. Jared Goff, um, not not Mitch Trubisky, um, kid out of Ohio State for for the Bears. Uh, Kirk Cousins, eh. Um, NFC South, no more Drew Brees, uh, the Panthers, the Fal- Matt Ryan, maybe. I mean, at one time, maybe it's just the NFC. This looks to be an arms race now with uh, the Rams and the Packers. And I don't want to count my chickens before they hatch, but uh, I think Rodgers knew that kind of going into his uh, decision-making here, uh, signing the big deal. And, you know, he's beaten the Rams uh, twice, you know, each of the past two years. I think he feels he can he can beat them, even though the Rams did just win a Super Bowl. But the NFC now pretty dry at the quarterback position. Expect some trades here in the next few weeks to see uh, maybe some of these quarterbacks, at least those middle of the road guys, uh, landing opportunities and jobs in the NFC. But the AFC West now, uh, Russell Wilson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. Uh, what a, a literal! That's a literal arms race, arms race with the uh, with throws and such. So. Um, but anyway, man, a big day in the NFL with uh, with trades, and I'm sure more and more uh, stuff upcoming here in the next few weeks. So yeah, very big day in the NFL, and uh, two of the big quarterback moves right there. Um, you know, the Rams are going to potentially be re-signing some guys. I know they want to re-sign uh, Odell Beckham, they want to re-sign Von Miller, and they want to make Aaron Donald once again the highest paid defensive player. That NFL salary cap did shoot up to 208 million, I think. So uh, there's definitely going to be some money spent here in the next few days. I think free agency doesn't start until um, next week, but the new league year has started and uh, we've already seen some, some moves. The two big ones today happening right back to back of each other with um, Aaron Rodgers and uh, Aaron Rodgers staying home and the great Russell Wilson uh, moving on to, uh, to uh, moving West or moving East just a little bit to the Rockies. And I think he really does solidify that Denver Broncos team who was really right there, just missing a quarterback, new, new head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, uh, great offensive-minded. Uh, if if, if um, Russell Wilson doesn't have to run around too much like he has up in Seattle, the, the air is a little thicker up in Denver, so you know might be a little more winded. Uh, so I hopefully they can protect him. And it's nice to see Denver making another push like they did a few years ago in signing uh, Peyton Manning. So they seem all in. Man, they gave up a lot of draft picks for uh, Russell Wilson. But as a Rams fan, I'm, I'm happy to see Russell out of the division, even though the Rams had great success over him in, in the in years. Um, but, yeah, congrats to the Denver Broncos and uh, probably the Seattle Seahawks, who are going to look to get a quarterback here soon and, and rebuild, it looks like. And I think Pete Carroll's days are probably numbered. Uh, that's probably – uh, going to happen here in the, in the next few, uh, few, few years, if not this next year, but anyway, uh, a couple things regarding sports. Uh, first of all, March madness is here and it is here, here. Like I've seen some great buzzer beaters already in conference tournaments this last weekend, 
Oh my goodness. It, it is the best time of year. I haven't watched a ton of college basketball, uh, but man, like that late February, early, uh, early March, right after the Super Bowl, really, I start to invest a little more time. And this week, conference tournaments, those are so fun because so many of these little schools, it's your only shot to get in and have been some amazing buzzer beaters already. I'm already off next week uh, during the two greatest days in sports on the, that Thursday and Friday, 16 games a day. Can't wait to, to check all that out. But man, if you don't like March Madness, uh, you, you're not watching it enough because uh, these games are phenomenal. Uh, UFC 272 or uh, Colby Covington uh, really beat up Jorge Masvidal, the one-time uh, best friends, now mortal enemies. Fight didn't quite live up to the billing. I thought Masvidal landed one good uh, you know, right hook there in the fourth that really stunned Covington. But Covington at this point is is the far superior fighter. And and I'm no expert in these things. I just watch with my uh, eyes and try to uh, try to learn a little bit. But Covington is uh, is quite scary. He's lost to Usman uh, twice, two of his three losses. Kamar Usman, that's quite the rivalry. And I, I know Covington gets a lot of... Uh, negative press because he's a big Trump guy. He, I will say he's gotten a lot more annoying since he's been more successful. So he's hard to root for in that sense. But I just like that he's he's different. There goes those dogs again. Yep, we've got someone walking, walking by, just walking to their car, walking to their car, no big deal. And this dog's loses his mind over here. Owners aren't here. So this happens all day, all day. I'm not here all day. I shouldn't say that. But there's no assumption that, hey, when I'm gone, maybe the dog's going to lose his mind. Anyway, trying not to. Okay. Covington looks great. Masvidal, uh, still incredible. I'm going to you know, pay money to watch him fight uh, every time. But Covington at this point appears to be uh, one of the top top dudes in that division. Uh, college baseball, again, I mentioned it earlier. For you, for you guys who have not uh, watched much college ball before, I preached about it last year. Uh, it's all over ESPN Plus right now. And I mean all over. You got uh, Fullerton. You got uh, Long Beach State, there's a ton of SEC schools, the Big 12, Cal State, Bakersfield. I mean, you can flip around on this ESPN Plus, which is only $6.99 a month, and you can find uh, ball games to watch and not have to even leave your house. Watch a couple of games. And while Major League Baseball is sorting out their uh, their selfishness, uh, you know, we can still watch some baseball. I know it's different. It's weird. Um, there's It's a lot more rah-rah. You see things in the college game you never thought you'd see. The games kind of take forever because they love pickoff throws and such. Um, hey, if you're a baseball junkie and you haven't watched much of it before, you got options there. It, the technology is great now and what we can watch. And so I encourage guys to uh, to check out some college, college baseball, um, and it'll be great here. The season started in February. They're about four weeks in now. Um, and, uh, you know, we saw a great postseason last year, uh, this back to, uh, back to not normal, but it seems normal now with the teams just playing ball. Some of the schools here in California have attendance restrictions and everything still, which I don't understand, but it is what it is. So check out college baseball on, uh, on ESPN plus a lot of options out there. They have ESPN and family networks have committed to a lot of college baseball games, uh, this season. So be sure Again, if you're bored, uh, and, and for for those again local teams here, uh, Cal State Fullerton, Long Beach State, uh, who else has got Northridge? Uh, wherever you went to college, out here, you, you, chances are your team is on there, and you're able to to check out. They also ESPN Plus a ton of local uh, college basketball games. You'll see most of them now here in the tournaments and such. But for next year, maybe you're able to see a lot of those Big West schools. Uh, even Pac-12 schools on ESPN Plus when they're not broadcast in other places. So uh, support college baseball if you're a baseball fan. Don't let the metal bats uh, run you run you off. Um, I saw this, and this just drove me crazy. 
Um, I've never been a fan of uh, women's basketball at, at any level, really. I've officiated a lot of women's basketball. It's not to say um, it's, uh, you know, they shouldn't be playing or anything. Uh, I support women's sports. Um, I, I believe all women should have opportunities to, um, you know, play athletics and uh, just this argument when it's like, we're not the same as the men. It's like, well, no, the two things are not the same. Like you get, you know, 20,000 guys or whatever it is, 15, 20,000 people show up for a men's basketball game and, you know, a few hundred for women's. And, and, and I know there's different schools where it's a different scenario, but I'm not taking, I'm not, I didn't want to comment on all that. What I, what I did see was I watched a lot of men's basketball and I'm flipping through the channels and the channels on some of these these uh, TV programming, they never say, oh, this is a women's game. It'll say Kentucky and uh, uh, who's in the SEC and Florida. And I'll be like, oh, cool. Flip that on and it's a women's game. And I'm like, okay, they, they can be on here, but just say that it's a women's game. And if you want to say, well, it's got to say a men's game, then that's fine. But just make it clear for the viewer. Don't try to get cheap, cheap, uh, cheap um, ratings or whatever. But I saw this, I, you know, I don't sit here and watch women's games. This is why I'm telling the story. And I saw the women officials, referees, all had masks on and none of the players have them and none of the coaches. I'm like the referees. Wow. This crew just must be special. I flipped I flipped another game on and I saw women officials again, wearing masks. This doesn't happen on the men's side. Uh, college football dropped. I think it's optional um, baseball. They're not doing masks. Um, basketball. I know is indoors. It's more dangerous, I guess. Um, but to me, it was like the ultimate virtue signal. I'm like, the, the higher ups in women's officiating basketball, you guys think you're more scientific than maybe the men's side of basketball or other sports that are indoor. I don't know. I don't know why it rubbed me the wrong way, wrong way. Maybe because there's that natural comparison to men's basketball and women's basketball and just this, Nope, we're going to do it. Okay. You can do whatever you want, but it was just, I laughed. I go, I, cause I texted a friend who officiates women's basketball. I said, Hey, is, are only the women doing this? And he said, yeah. I go, you got to be kidding me. So uh, I know they're, again, safety, right? Better safe than sorry. Um, but I thought that was kind of ridiculous that they had to uh, to do that. But again, my two cents, I'm not officiating anymore. I can just comment on it now. And that's exactly uh, what I did. Okay, finally, uh, one of the best things I saw on uh, on TV, I've been waiting for this and, and it really delivered. Uh, it was called Winning Time on HBO. It's an eight-part series about the Showtime Lakers, Jerry Buss, kind of how the Lakers and the NBA really went from kind of uh, not that relevant in the 70s to exploding in the 80s, specifically with Lakers and, and Showtime and the Forum Club and Magic Johnson and everything. Uh, it was really, really well done. Uh, I saw the first episode on Sunday. It's on, you know, HBO Max. If you can't sit down at six o'clock or nine o'clock a specific time, I know not everyone has HBO, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, I will warn those who, uh, you know, may jump into this unknowingly. It is an HBO um, production. So there is some language. There is some, uh, some, uh, uh, how should we say, uh, uh, colorful scenes and such, <laughs> but where there is some uh, uh, viewer discretion is advised. I will say that uh, most of that stuff is is brief. So uh, those are just my, again, my three cents. Now uh, I, I really enjoyed winning time on HBO and when you go from the football season, it ends. You're like, what are we going to watch now? Okay. College baseball starting college basketball. Okay. I can get behind that. But you, I, as the season goes and we kind of get into the summer, that's when I kind of get into more of a TV viewing mode, even though I've watched Ozark, I've watched, uh, uh, Yellowstone, 1883. We were watching those still. 
but they're not quite the priority right of, of the ball game, at least for uh, me and, and, and my types of guys, guys and ladies out there who are really into sports. So winning time, check it out. If it's a little too rated R for you, Hey, then I, I, I respect that. Um, but I thought overall it was a great, um, it's very different. I don't agree with everything in it, but it's funny. It's dramatical. Dramatical. Is that a word? It's dramatical. Yeah. Dramatical. Sorry. I'm talking fast today. It's been, it's been a while. Uh, It's full of drama, comedy, um, some other issues in there. Uh, It it was really well done. So anyway, check that out uh, for you sports fans. And I've said this before. I'll say it again. The Kurt Warner movie. It was phenomenal. It was incredible. It seemed a little low budget, but I thought the the main theme in there was was excellent, especially for uh, for you know people who are uh, God fearing and and uh, looking for a good Christian film. Check out the Kurt Warner movie, uh, really really good. Just I can't say enough about it. And a couple of podcasts I've said it uh, multiple times. The the podcasts that I follow on a daily basis. First of all, Dennis Prager. Um, every day, Jason Whitlock, Adam Carolla, that's kind of a guilty pleasure thing. I much prefer the Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla show. It's kind of shorter and gets to the point, less, less weird, random stuff. Uh, but anyway, uh, the order of man podcast, uh, this is geared mostly, you know, towards men, uh, just to kind of be better men. I think it's three days a week. They have some great guests on there. Uh, Ryan Mickler does a great job of just, uh, you know, helping men be better men. And so I'm trying to listen to that more team never quit with Marcus Luttrell and recently nominated a winner of the, um, what is it called? When you win the primary, uh, Morgan Luttrell twin brother, uh, also a former Navy seal won a Texas congressional, uh, primary, uh, a week or so ago. So congrats to the Luttrell brothers, you know, in it together, I'm sure, uh, team never quit is great. It's an hour, hour and a half. Like usually it's out Wednesdays. They, they get some great people on there who will really motivate you. And I've said it before, but I just wanted to re- reiterate it. I'm trying to listen more to the Jocko Willink podcast as well. Um, he's very inspiring. Those are some long conversations and, and just discussions about other heroes uh, that we've had come throughout our, our great history. So I'm trying to get away a little more from the, the, the news. You know, I have like four or five podcasts I listen to where it's like people reacting to the news of the day. And that's cool. But I'm also looking for more stuff that's inspirational um, things that kind of take my mind off of current events, if you will. So that has been what's working for me. Uh, a great podcast I found, Taste Buds. Again, well, the language is actually pretty decent. Two comedians, uh, Joe Salvocana and uh, Joe, 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 what is his name? Uh, anyway, they excuse me, it was right here, Joe DeRosa, two dudes that just argue about foods for like 30 minutes and that they have a Twitter poll and they do stuff like waffle, waffles versus pancakes, McDonald's versus Wendy's, uh, Chips Ahoy versus, versus Oreo. It's hilarious. And it's just sick of two dudes arguing like you would uh, on a couch if you were buddies and uh, they do it here in a podcast. So that's once a week, I think. I'm going back and re-listening to things. Just again, guilty pleasures, things that kind of get my mind off of things and this and that. So those are some suggestions I have for you guys. I'll try to throw some more your way. Uh, last, uh, I said lastly already, I started a Abraham Lincoln three-part uh, documentary on, it's like a reenactment thing as well uh, that was out on History Channel last month. I'm watching it now on Hulu. Three parts, both, all three about an hour 45. So they're like three mini movies, basically. I watched the first one last night. Oh my goodness, so good. The, the dude who, who plays Abe Lincoln is great. And you learn a lot 
about one of the greatest presidents uh, of our lifetime and just uh, all the things around him, things he believed, he didn't believe, uh, just the craziness. It's, it's not as uh, bad now as it was then, but it's relatable, I think, to the craziness we're seeing in today's America. So uh, check that out, guys, and please get back to me what you think. Anyway, that's it for today. Just me rambling. I told you it would just be me going 100 miles an hour. I got to get out to a, a baseball game with a, with a friend. Uh, I haven't been out in a while, so it's kind of nice being home uh, uh, for the evenings now. And uh, yeah, guys, looking to record with great people out there. So uh, if, if I've reached out to you and you're listening to this, uh, please feel free to jump on. Don't be scared or not scared, but, uh, you know, just if your opinions aren't mine, I don't corner anybody. I just talk. I love having conversations with people and, um, and just, uh, Tuesdays are kind of my just ability to rant here. So the podcast is back. I hope to keep this going weekly. Now that I've taken a little break, March madness next week. Who's jacked up for that. I can't wait Thursday, Friday. I'm glued to my couch. It's going to be awesome. Going to be awesome. But conference tournaments this weekend. Enjoy that. Enjoy the Abraham Lincoln doc. Enjoy the podcast I suggested. Uh, if you guys have any, throw them my way. It feels good to be back. Everybody stay safe out there. Um, hey, hang in there. Gas prices, everything else, you know, all kidding aside. Uh, it's going to be a rough, rough few months here, maybe a couple of years for all of us. And uh, all we can do is keep on keeping on, you know. So, guys, thanks for joining me on another episode of the Get Home Safe podcast. Season three continues on Friday, hopefully with a guest if I can record that here in the next day or so. But guys, until then, or in the next Tuesday, no matter what you're doing, whether out on the town or around in third base, get home safe. Uh